and welcome to TGIF, my little horror movie podcast where I, Kat, am joined by a new guest to talk about a horror movie of their choice. So this week I am joined by Damo from the Scary Boys podcast. Hello. Hey Kat, thanks for having me. How was that for an intro? I did it. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. You did you did say Scary Boys instead of Scary Boys. I thought I said Scary Boys. I was reading it. <laughs> I think I heard Scary Boys. Maybe I'm just too nervous. We'll, we'll see. Come on, yeah. I listen to you guys. I've had you all on the show now. Scary Boys. Yeah. Maybe you're, I just you're, spoke you're too You're an old hat at this time. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Collect all the Scary Boys. Yeah, you've got three for three now. You're the first to do that. So congratulations. Oh, thanks. I feel <laughs> honoured. I yeah. need, like, uh, figurines now. Yeah. Look, to be honest, I think we're a fairly easy catch because we're all cowards. Like, there's there's no there's no chance of us sort of uh, fighting back. So if anyone wants to catch us, we're a very easy catch to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a threat or, like, a <laughs> do it. Yeah. Like a, what is it, like a prize? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're like Pokemon. Just go for it. (laughs) (laughs) You're the final scaredy boy. Yeah, yeah. You've had Sean and Tom on. They both did wonderfully. Yeah. Look at that. Final girl, final coward. (laughs) I like that. I like the idea that I'm the final girl (laughs) in this scenario. That does make you the monster, I think, or the killer. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You wear that. I just... Uh, like I'd be Mothman if anything. Okay. If I could yeah. be any killer, Mothman. Yeah, yeah. Although can't confirm Mothman's actually killed anyone. No, maybe just other monsters, but yeah. As it goes, Mothman. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, I'm a. I'll take that. Big fan of Creature of the Black Lagoon. Yeah, there's something enticing about him, and I don't know what it is. It's the gills on the head. It probably is the gills. There's just, <laughs> I don't know. Part of me is maybe like. That could have been up us if evolution went differently. That's kind of terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to live in a lagoon? I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Actually, speaking of Creature of the Black Lagoon, mm. uh, you know the company Loot Crate? Yes, yeah. At the moment, they are doing a, um, a Black Friday sale, my favourite. Yeah, yeah. And they have... You can collect the masks of, you know, like the classic monsters or whatever. And oh, one yeah, of them cool. is Creature of the Black Lagoon. Ooh, okay, yeah. And it's on sale at the moment for 25% off. <sighs> Kat, you're going to get me to participate in Black Friday nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you really want to spend 80 bucks on it? Oh, look, probably not, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, it seems like, oh, that's a nice thing to have. But how often do you really use it? Oh, I'd wear it all the time. <laughs> just sit around the house, <laughs> pop it on. Why not? Yeah. My nieces love horror, so I just invite them over. Are you serious? Sit. Your nieces love they horror? Can... Yes. Oh, yeah. Like They're that... really, they are spooky kids. I'm so much respect for them. Because I, I did want to talk to you about, like, I remember listening on one of your ones where you, you say you use horror movie as comfort. Yeah. That blows my mind. I, I, I'm just like... I, I'm so the opposite. I can't even fathom going. Oh, I'd want to be comforted. Let's pop on a horror. It's like. Did I've... you know? Did you hear what my palate cleanser was? Remind me. I feel like I would have. Uh, forensic files. Oh, yes. <laughs> Great. I I I grew up watching horror movies. Um, yeah. 
and I, I've mentioned it on the podcast a few times, mm-hmm. my aunt is only maybe 12 or 13 years older than me. Yeah. And so she was kind of the cool auntie that it'd be like, you can stay over and watch scary movies with us. Right. And she didn't really read the general um, classification <laughs> mentions <laughs> on things. And so yeah. I saw a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, Holly, was a bit like that where her mum just, like, loved a particular movie and she was so excited to share it with her daughters that she's like, oh, Aliens, yeah, look, come on, you're going to love this, you're going to love this. And I was like, they're <laughs> way too young, way too young to be watching <laughs> Aliens. Where my parents were the opposite. It's like, if I'm a scaredy boy, so is my dad, so is my mum. <laughs> like, there's a reason I never had a, a healthy diet of horror is because it just didn't kind of <laughs> exist in our house for the most part. Well, it didn't in mine. Um, mm. My parents were separated, but mm. they obviously spoke about, you know, what was appropriate for me to watch and whatnot. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know yeah, if yeah, they yeah. did or not. I'm going to make that up. <laughs> <laughs> but my dad is definitely a scaredy boy. Yeah. So there was no way in hell he was watching horror movies. <laughs> we watched a lot of war movies, which I think okay. probably messed me up more than the horror movies. 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, war, like, war is so much more... It's like... It has lasting fear because it's so real and terrible and, like, if the world slips back into it, you're like, oh, shit, now it's my turn. I don't know. Yeah, and my dad's ex-military and ex-army. So I was kind of, like, watching these movies thinking, can my dad go... Will my dad have to go do this? Yeah, oh, God. Is he going to leave me? awful for a kid to have to sort of... (laughs) Oh, my God. That's all right. Yeah. I'm totally not messed up anymore. (laughs) Well, both my parents are pharmacists, so I had none of that. (laughs) I was never like, oh, no, what if, like, dispensing medication is terrifying? No, none of that. It's not. No. It's not ever It's mostly pretty boring from what they say, yeah. I don't think it's that boring. (laughs) I think it's quite cool. Sure. Everyone has an amazing role in society, and that is one of them. Sure, yeah, I can get behind that. Except, except now I can't get my migraine medication over the counter, so that pisses me off. Yeah, that's a bummer. That is a bummer. Because codeine addiction is real. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, yeah. Thanks everyone for that one. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about uh, the movie that you have chosen. So I've, this episode. Yeah, so I've chosen Carrie, the original Carrie, uh, 1976. Um, so I read the book recently, which is kind of what made me, when you sort of threw it out, what movie do I want to watch? I'm like, oh, I want to watch that one because I read the book. I'm curious to see how the movie relates. Um, but the reason I read the book is because weirdly, like, uh, as I mentioned, horror movies, no go. Horror <laughs> reading, weirdly a go. And I think it came from... I'm a big fantasy nerd, so I read a lot of fantasy growing up. And there's some parts of fantasy that you don't really, well, at least I didn't realise was horror. Like, I was reading elements that were, like, horrific and whatnot. But because it existed within the fantasy world, there's a magic system, whatever. Yeah, sure, that guy's getting tortured for all all human reason. Cool, doesn't matter. So he's going to bust out of there and cast some spells. All good. Um, And so then that kind of drifted into reading, because I love genre just in general. So I love fantasy, but then I kind of I found my way into sci-fi and, and now eventually horror. So weirdly, I love reading horror and horror graphic novels as well. Um, nice. But, what graphic novels? 
have you read lately? Um, so I'm a big Joe Hill fan. He's actually, he's got this um, sort of subset, I think it is, of black dark horse comics, something like that. Either way, he's got this, this subset called Hill House Comics. Um, where oh, it, wow. Yeah, it's really cool. There's like five, I think they've all had six editions uh, so far, which is it for now, but I think there's a plan to continue. So he wrote two of them. Mike Carey is this other author I adore. He wrote one, and I can't remember who wrote the other ones, but I actually just read them all recently within the last couple of weeks, and they're excellent. Highly suggested wow. reading. Yeah. yeah. Um, my only horror graphic novel that I have is Archie vs. Predator. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. That is great. <laughs> it's so good. And, I, I like, I love graphic novels. I'm just – it's really hard to, like – get me in and yeah. reading something yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah my partner loves i'm just trying to remember because i've got a copy of one here mm-hmm. um the east of west series oh yeah that's quite good yeah, yeah, yeah um why the last man yeah why the last man's great and i also read hellblazer which is basically the constantine story yes. yeah which I've, is awesome yeah i've read a lot of hellblazer but there's just a lot of hellblazer it's been running since like the 80s yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad re- has read all of it whoa respect my respect. dad's a massive uh, he speed reads so he's ah. just like flipping through yeah things, okay because like, it's done <laughs> it's even like one of the wordier comics to be honest like yeah. Whoever ends up writing, obviously, has had a number of writers across the years, but they always sort of really get into their words that it's it's a very wordy comic, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm. But back to um the Carrie story, right. because the Stephen King book is actually, um it's very different to the movie, isn't it? Because it's told through, um like, interviews mm-hmm. and news articles. I haven't yeah. read the book. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you, you I really should. Off. Yeah, so like you say, yeah, there's all these these interviews from sort of people from the town during that time. A large sort of section of it that's sort of cut up in between is Sue Snell, the character Sue. Um, her in later years sort of having written a book on it because she's sort of like accidentally become famous because obviously she was sort of semi-involved with a series of events. And this event, the, the White Incident, I think is how it's mostly referred to in the book, has sort of obviously had ripple effects over the years where this was a giant thing where this small town, hundreds of people died and it was due to this one one girl. Um, so it's really, it is, it's really interestingly written um, where it has, yeah, Sue Snell's book and all these interviews and like even some like right-wing pundits who are throwing in their two cents about it all and it's, you know, very opinionated. Kind of like, like kind of almost like a bit of a Dracula, how Dracula's written in letters and this sort of thing. It's that, yeah. that sort of a sense but I guess a more modern version of that. Um, really interesting. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. Because there's been quite a few adaptations of the book. Yes, I think... The, obviously, the original. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, though, the two Broadway musical adaptations were total flops. <laughs> oh, I've never heard about that. That is spectacular. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> great. Broadway, good um, on them. Give it that. a go. Yeah, I would, I would actually yeah, be very curious. Yeah. Well, have you? Have I you did s- watch a YouTube video on it? Did you? And, and... it was horrid. Oh. It was horrid. I'll send it to you. <laughs> please do. Please do. Have you, Have you seen any of the other Kerry movie adaptations? Yeah. And thoughts? Yeah, What's... I've seen the um, the Chloe Moretz one. And and how did it compare to this one? It just. Uh, I really like the original. Mm. Um, it's just the the filmography for that and the practical effects. Yeah. 
was so much more interesting than the 2013 version. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed yeah. this one. I thought it, I was sort of surprised to see some of the things they pulled off with the filmography because it obviously it's an older film that came out in 76. And um, yeah, it, it sort of, I found myself thinking it sort of hovered on that border between kind of old school filmmaking and new school filmmaking where yeah. through Scaredy Boys we watch a number of the old school Hammer horrors and they're great fun. They're awesome. But you can really tell that they're a different style of filmmaking where it's almost like they've taken a stage play and tried to film it in the fact that they'll just have one camera angle, everyone sort of dancing around in the in the, in the the scene. <laughs> but there's no, like, real finesse to it. And same with this, the sound is another thing that, that is really obvious with these old school ones where it's these big bombastic sort of sounds to say, this is the emotion you're meant to be feeling. Like, yeah. there's zero subtlety to it. And I found Carrie really interesting, this, this version of Carrie, because there were moments where I kind of had that feeling of like, oh man, they're hitting us over the head with this, this score. Yet there were some really interesting moments, which we'll, we'll get to when we get into the movie, where they use the sound in really interesting ways, namely when the, the coach is sort of tormenting the girls who, who bully Carrie with exercise. Um, but we'll, we'll jump into that later. I'll save that. Anyway, <laughs> that was really interesting. But yeah, I found this movie sort of sitting somewhere between those two eras of movie making. Um, and because of that, had some really interesting stuff taking place within it. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And it's just, um, Sissy Spacek in this role mm. as well was just phenomenal. Oh, and like I was saying about the, um, the remake, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel that in that role. Yeah, and yeah. Sissy put herself through so much for this movie. Yeah. Like she'd lock herself away in her in her trailer with Ooh. like all this religious oh. iconography everywhere. Shit. And she'd like study the Bible. Oh and <laughs> apparently she also used to study images of people being stoned to death. Oh Sissy, what so are you that doing? When her, I know it's I have no idea, but it was apparently like, so when she reacted to the way that people treated her, mm-hmm. it did look like she absolutely feared for her life. Oh, wow. Well, look, yeah, I agree. It worked. Like, that's that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I always find it so interesting when characters do ma- massive stuff like that, where they just put themselves through the ringer for this role. And, like, don't get me wrong, it definitely has an effect because, yeah, there's she has some really interesting stuff where she definitely has this, like, very strong vulnerability throughout that is also weirdly paired with the the threatening nature of her with obviously this telekinesis and she's sort of becoming aware that, well, maybe I can get away with this stuff and I can retaliate against all this stuff. Um, And then same with the the relationship with her mother I found really interesting because she's sort of like, there are moments where she's impertinent to her mum and sort of like fighting back against her mother's strong values and yet there are other times where she's just terrified and they almost seem to run in unison in a way that I was... Yeah, blown away by it. She she really did do an excellent job. Yeah, and even um, the woman who played her mum, Piper Laurie, mm. uh, she did... Well, they both got nominated for awards for right. their roles in this film, yeah. which is quite phenomenal in an era, even, you know, even to now, where mm. horror movies weren't recognised as pieces of art or filmmaking. Yeah, yeah. And so for them to get nominated, it's just oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's it, like because obviously, and like you say, still today, they're sort of seen as this like pulpy popcorn sort of experience. Oh, a bit of fun, but definitely don't throw any awards at it. Where, 
and this is what I've learned doing Scaredy Boys because I, I generally didn't watch horror movies before that, uh, <laughs> is that there are some excellent movies that are horror movies, but they're also just excellent movies that are as, as deserving of awards as any other movie out there. If anything, for me, yeah. like they're pulling off the act of making an amazing story with really great characters and they're having these genre pieces in there as well. Like that's working double time as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of, there's, you know, your bread and butter for every film mm, mm. And, and, and genre films too. Mm. I mean, you know, obviously horror and, and the subgenres of horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but to bring those elements, yeah, you really are working double time right. to try and balance everything out and make it make sense and mm-hmm. make it look good. When if you removed those elements, mm. it'd still be a really good film. That's it. And like there are, like I will happily admit, there are some horror movies who are like, no, we just want to give you a horror experience. And yep, you go in, you get that, you walk away happy, all good. But the movies for me that I definitely connect with more is is ones that do that and throw in like, we're going to make it so you like this character. We're going to make it so you understand this character. And then when these horrible things happen to them, you're really going to care and you're really going to be like, to me, it just elevates the fear because because you kind of fall in love with these characters. The idea of anything horrific happening to them, drama or slasher or whatever, it becomes, you know, ten times as much because, like, obviously there's just that natural fear of seeing someone get gutted, let alone if it's someone you've like, yeah. oh, now I love them, <laughs> you know? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, when we wrap the podcast up, mm. I will tell you about the last horror movie that I watched because it is definitely one of those. Oh, sweet. I'm interested and, in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I definitely, as a woman, mm. um, well, someone who identifies as female, so yes. female, I know exactly how Carrie felt mm. in the opening scene of that movie. I have been there. Right, And right. I, I think the... Obviously not the level of her anxiety and mm, horror mm. because her mother has conditioned her into, you know, a lot of very uh, conservative and very over-religious um, beliefs. Yeah, yeah. And so when she does get her first period in the, in the, uh, it's America, so I'm like, what do we, what's a co- locker room? Yes, yeah, locker room. The showers, yeah. the bathroom, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. don't have them here. No, not at all. You know, and... It shows a, not a genuine, well, sorry, a genuine, Mm. but not a typical interaction between Mm -hmm. teenage girls. Yeah, yeah. Because we are fucking horrible. Oh, yeah, that's it. And that's what I even liked when I read the the novel and that scene gets described is it's like, one, you're like Stephen King, obviously a dude, writing this fairly poignant scene about a girl who's lived such a sheltered life because of her overbearing mother, having her period for the first time and literally thinking she's dying, like... For me, obviously, as also a guy, I've never considered how terrifying that must be the first time it happens or any time it happens. But, I mean, especially if you don't even know what's taking place. Like, so, again, it's like it's doing a really great job of immediately making us sort of um, connect and empathise with this character because, yeah, that is awful. And I even read this great fact that for for Sissy Spacek, um, the director told her to basically act like you'd been you'd just been hit by a truck like if you'd got to read that yes and i kind of love it like if you got hit by a truck and you got up and you're just like someone needs to help it's this desperate like i'm covered in blood and i need to like i need help i don't know what's wrong with me but there's probably all sorts of crazy internal damage someone needs to help me and so her stumbling around that 
room getting her her blood on everyone and all of them just like obviously freaking out at this girl who's losing her mind and then eventually turning into bullying was really powerful because yeah she genuinely is terrified in that moment and then obviously gets the worst possible reaction thrown at her is that she gets ridiculed for it oh yeah because teenage girls are monsters. Yeah, yeah. I will tell you that yeah. right now. Do you have Do you have children? No, no children for me. Oh, when you have, if you have girls, yeah. if you ever have children, just give them back. <laughs> <laughs> get, all right, get on back up there. We, we don't need you. <laughs> no, sorry, yeah. girl. Oh, I uh, that sounds so horrible because I know that in countries that does happen sometimes. Well, yeah, okay, that's pretty um, awful. But, but, yeah. I don't mean it that way. My partner says to me, you know, oh, I want girls. I want to be a girl dad. And I'm like, oh, that's nice. Right. Um, why is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because boys will beat me up. And I'm like, if you think girls aren't nasty <laughs> and they're going to beat you, oh, you are yeah. s- s- right. sorely mistaken. Bruises heal. Mental damage never goes away. <laughs> and that's what girls are good yeah, at. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. you know, yeah. this period of time for young women is just, you know, it's about conformity. Mm. And it's about peer pressure and it's about um, trying to be accepted by your peers. Mm -hmm. And so obviously, you know, everybody's joining in on this because it's like, well, if I don't make fun of the weird girl, then I'm the weird girl. Right, right. And it's great. Like, that's that's where that Sue Snell character fits in where she is definitely participating 100% in that moment. And then very quickly, once once Coach comes in and starts telling them off, you see that that moment of of anxiety and sort of self-loathing that then obviously affects her actions later in the film and i kind of really like that because there is that herd mentality to these sorts of situations and obviously high school in general um but it was even this great part in the book for that scene where and that you kind of get a bit of it um in the movie as well where the coach kind of understood where the girls are coming from like that she kind of felt this like that's just your period like why are you why are you overreacting and like and almost like felt the need to to join in up until she then realised, oh, she doesn't even know what menstruation is and really got the, yeah. the big picture and then obviously came into bat for her, which is really good because it kind of like, yeah, like the, that Carrie character, this sort of like the victim of her, it, it un- unfortunately almost connects with something awful in all of us where we see that and almost, yeah, want to participate. Um, and then it also, again, same as with Sue, it helps the coach's actions from then on in because she's still carrying this bit of guilt and shame as well. Yeah, and I mean, all of us have bullied someone and felt guilt afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Or you should feel <laughs> yeah. fucking guilty yeah, right. afterwards. If, not, if you don't, yeah. um, psychopath. <laughs> exactly right. That, that you're, who's the other character? The actual awful, awful girl. Yeah. Uh, Chris. But, Chris. Oh, I can't stand her. Oh man, she, she yeah plays that character. But she just seems to be taking joy in all of it. Like, it's just, oh. Yeah. Absolutely reveling in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I really, I have a note here. It says, shock horror. It's set in Maine. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, the only thing is... Because miss- after that, we have the big sign yeah. that we're in Maine. Mm. <laughs> um, but it's really good because having Miss um, Collins, who I don't think that's her name in the book, mm. but... Um, yeah, she really does bat for Carrie for the whole mm, mm. the whole story. And I, you know, I think a lot of teenage girls can also relate to that because there was always that teacher that you could always rely on yeah, sure. and always had your back yeah. in certain situations. 
Um, but they decide to send her home, and they're in the principal's office. Yes. And I hate them. He's such a dickhead. Oh, boy. Yeah. And what a tosser. He just calling her Cassie. Yeah, yeah. And it just really highlights the ineptitude of some men. Mm. Oh, <laughs> like, for sure. And, like... just. Sorry. No, you're right. Yeah. Like, the, the sort of almost innate misogyny in him that he's not even aware, like, how he's acting and how terrible this is. And again, just for the book, he was, there was that, like, that moment of, like, oh, period, oh, I don't need to hear about that then. Sort of oh, thing. God. Yeah, yeah. And then add that into Where him. do you think he came from? Yeah, exactly right. I've, I've never <laughs> answered that. My mum and sister are both very open, arguably too open in oh, being yeah. like, well, you just shouldn't be saying that to anyone, let alone your teenage son. But mum's always been very open about <laughs> everything Good. to do with that. Yeah, which, look, I agree with. Um, I mean, no surprises for you then. Definitely not. Definitely not. When my mum says gushing as a descriptor you're like oh okay well there there, there is no new ground for me to fight in this arena <laughs> <laughs> i've definitely used descriptive language as such yeah <laughs> I <bet. laughs> but i also have three sisters and two brothers oh, okay. so yeah <laughs> my brothers must be like oh god right yeah, i yeah. don't need to hear that <laughs> my poor brothers <laughs> But yeah, the, the principal's a really good character. Well, not he's like he's, he's a bad char- character in that we don't like him. But I I do like that. Obviously, it is showing that again that almost like she's not getting support from the top down uh, in this school, and also because he keeps getting her name wrong, we get to see her realize that her telekinetic powers are coming through, and that she like when she flips that um, ashtray over just before she runs from the room. Yeah, you're like, oh, here we go, <laughs> it's happening. Does she know that she did yeah, that? See, like, That's where I... Yeah. Because I looked for that. Right, because we had the, the light bulb explode uh, when they're all bullying her in the in the locker room. Yeah. And then we have that. And she's obviously eyeing off the the ashtray the whole time. She's sort of aware that it's it's moving. And then we from that scene, we go to the scene where she's, like, running home and this kid is pointing at her and making fun of her. Like, she's like, shit, this whole town is, like, making fun of her. Hates her. What the Oh, my fuck? God, it's so awful. But then, yeah, and then she just, like, knocks this kid off his bike in a way where you're like, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Get off. Yeah, exactly right. I love that too. <laughs> oh, I would have killed to have done that to all the kids in my suburb. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, Because yeah. Um, I grew up in, like, um, low-income housing mm-hmm. in... A suburb out of Wollongong mm-hmm. and I went to a performing arts high school so right. everyone's like uh, you're the rich kid right. and I was like it's a public school <laughs> <laughs> anyone yeah. can go there I mean, my parents yeah. did not pay for me to go and that's the amazing <laughs> thing about how terrible high school students are like basically any kind yeah. of difference if you're a school that's, like, super jockey, obviously the nerd's going to get picked on. If you went to a school that was, like, yeah. super drama and you were into... If you weren't if you weren't alternative, you are a bit more mainstream, a bit more vanilla, well, then you're the kid that's going to get picked on. Like, there is no winning. If you stand out in any way, <laughs> sorry, you got to get picked up. Like, it's just such an awful... I'm so glad I didn't stand out. Yeah. Well, I was very much... I mean, I got picked on, yeah. but... Yeah. Well, I've had, like, a few... I was never bullied too badly. Um, I think because I'm a twin... I always had my twin brother, so that kind of, like, yeah. I always had a friend, I always had that support, so I was never, like, a victim in the way that Kerry is. Um, and also, like, the show, uh, The Inbetweeners, the British show, I always loved that term, Inbetweeners, because I'm like, yeah, that's kind of where I fit in. I wasn't yeah, popular, wasn't a, wasn't get bullied, I was just somewhere existing in the middle. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, the kids who did bully me were in the year below me. Oh, and they stopped when they realised my sister could throw a punch. Oh. And they left me alone. Oh, I feel like there's a good story so, there. <laughs> they are... A, something had happened to my girl and my sister ended up punching a girl in the face and got suspended from school. Wow. Um, I really... This girl had spoken bad to me. Sure. And so my sister stood up for me. Hero, um, yeah. All the girls that love drama and were picking on me mm. because they thought I was up myself. I just I had a lot of confidence. Sure. Yeah, it's a good thing. And what's wrong with yeah. that? And so they saw her throw the punch and they left me like, alone. Oh, all right. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Sam. Oh, that's a good for story. For having my back. Yeah. Back in when you were in year seven yeah. and I was in year eight. <laughs> I wish Carrie had a sister like mine. I know. Well, like, so then we go, obviously, from, from that scene where she knocks the boy off the bike to her home and meet her mother for the first time. Ugh. Oh, no, first we have... See, that was a slightly different where they have the scene where the mum goes to Sue Snell's yes. house and, and tries to, like, convert their, <laughs> their to their religion. So I actually found her character a bit different from the book where in the book she was a bit more sort of um, intimidating, I think, where this one, okay. this one kind of comes in with smiles. She's obviously very judgmental, and you sort of have that that Christian guilt, I suppose, coming through. Um, <laughs> but yeah, in in the book, I found her really more sort of terrifying, and and okay. yeah. Um, but I did like that introduction in the movie because well, we know who she is straight away. Like she's the woman who's going to knock on your door. She's going to invite herself in, and then she's very happy to try to convince you to her way of thinking. Like it just shows what a what a um, the amount of self-importance she has. She's an interesting character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is this is something that Stephen King does really well, where, like, the monsters are often people. Yeah. The people are the monsters. Which, yeah, absolutely. And there's something about them that feels so real. Obviously, like, the high school girls bullying. You're like, yeah, well, we know those people. But same for this character, where you're like, part of me feels like, well, that character exists out in the world. Maybe I haven't crossed paths yeah. with them, but... They're very real and bemoan, I bemoan their poor children who might have to deal with this sort of stuff. <laughs> um, and then even in doing a little bit of research for this movie, I, I read that, um, sure enough, it was based off someone Stephen King knew because he used to work in a laundry uh, before he became a successful writer. And basically, yeah, he worked with this woman who was like super religious and, and drew a lot of the influence from her. One thing I found really interesting while... Um researching the movie is that a lot of the bible verses that carrie's mum spouts out aren't actually anything to do with the bible and oh that's yeah yeah and i think maybe that was done intentionally as a she's not as fanatical as she thinks she is yeah great suits her character so much that's really good yeah and uh, there's one scene where she says something and she quotes it as um, Corinthians, I think, or okay. um, or Genesis, but it's actually the story of Adam and Eve and it's just like she's incorrectly cited it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like, I just thought yeah, that was how, really cool. How, right. And with these sort of religious people who want to try to like use their religion over you as like this thing I want to beat you over the head with. You do feel that way. Like, you could pull any words, anything, like, and say, as it says in Paul, whatever, whatever. Like, I'm not going to know. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's great. I love that fact. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, it's probably up, uh, in there somewhere. <laughs> I grew up reading the Book of Mormon, so I don't know anything about it. Right. 
Yeah. Well, I grew up very Catholic. Like I, I used to go to church every week. Yeah. But uh, none of it, none of it stuck. Not even for my whole family. Like it sort of, we all just drifted away from. No. So you could, lit- but I'm the kind of person that you could literally say anything to me and be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'll yeah. accept it as fact, if unless I right. find it interesting enough to Google and research. Yes. Yeah. Exactly right. Otherwise, I just don't care. I'll just brush yeah. it off and be like, all right. Um. Yeah. And this, this scene really bothered me, and I'm going to tell you why in a sec. Yeah. So obviously she's saying to her mum, why didn't you tell me about this? Mm-hmm. And her mother's going on about, you know, the blood of the woman is sin and sin and sin and sin and sin. Yeah. And she puts Carrie in the closet and is like, you yes. have to go pray. Yeah. That Jesus in the closet. Oh, boy. <laughs> With his beady white eyes. Like glowing eyes almost. I have. Oh, I did. Yeah, that is... It was comical. I was just yeah. like, I can't cope with this if this is going to be in the movie all the time. Yeah, you're like, where did you find this? <laughs> yeah, I want yeah. one. Um, but I rewatched the trailer for yeah. the 2013 remake, and there's a scene in it where the mother's putting Carrie in the closet, and I was waiting for the beady eye Jesus, and he wasn't. Ah, damn I was just it. like, ah. Oh, how did that make it across? Exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> I would, that'd be the first thing. Yeah. I'm going to do a remake of Carrie. Right. And I'm putting the wide-eyed, the right. he, he's got them. Yeah. Opening shot, close up of wide-eyed Jesus, and then slowly pan out. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. my remake. <laughs> Just that Jesus. Oh, I hope someone sends me one now. <laughs> I oh, like just heaps of pictures of Jesus with white googly eyes. Googly eyes. That's the word. Googly eye Jesus. That's what it was. Yeah. He looked like, you know, those eyes in arts and crafts. Yeah. And you can stick it on shit. Yeah. That's what it looked like. Exactly. Oh, boy. That Jesus just really did me in. Yeah. That, that ruined the whole scene for me. Right. Because I just lost my mind yeah. at Jesus. Yeah. And it is a good scene beforehand. Like, I like that. When mum, the mum finds out, cause she got, I think she comes in and she already knows she's got had a phone call or something. I can't remember. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah. And and she's almost ready to like, obviously, yeah, she's coming in with blood of the woman. You basically, hey, you're set up for a life of sin now, um, and ready to reprimand her for having her first period, which is clearly bonkers. Um, but yeah, I, I liked Carrie being like, well, why didn't you tell me? And she kept pushing it, even when her mum was like. Mm. forcing her to say these Bible passages like would just not relent and keep forcing her to do it and she would say it but then went back to but why didn't you tell me why didn't you tell me because yeah like as we said before like the idea of that happening of randomly bleeding from anywhere is clearly terrifying and who's meant Mm. to tell you your mother obviously is meant to tell you in that situation so I really like that like we do see a bit of Carrie there fighting back against her mum and it actually sets it up really well because well now this is sort of the journey she has to go on to stand up to her mother because ultimately, as you said, nah, she goes in the closet, sees Googly Eye Jesus, a couple of hours later comes out and says thank you to her mum and you're like, oh, no, Carrie, yeah. don't thank her for that. Yeah. But that's that's um, like a cycle of abuse. Yeah. That's, yeah. And it's just, she just accepts that mm, as mm. this is my mum, this is what she does, this is how she teaches me a lesson right. or, you know, whatever excuse she would have mm. if she was mm. a real person yeah. um, the thing that 
I also was kind of like, ha, because her mum's like, you know, um, talking about you shouldn't have let this happen. Ugh. And it's like, that reminds me of like really dumb men on the internet who are like, <laughs> just don't bleed if you don't right. want to. Uh. And it's like, why didn't I ever think of uh, that dickhead? Uh, uh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the ignorance. It's just. It's unreal. Yeah. It is unreal. Just don't do yeah. it. Oh. Just stop. Wow, so smart. Just hold it in. Yeah. <laughs> hold it in. I would just love to swap bodies with one oh, of those yeah. men. Just one day. Yes, yeah. And they try to hold it in. And then say, hold it in, mate. Just hold it hold in. Hold it in. Because yeah. actually, you don't get a choice. Mm, imagine that, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah googly eye jesus mm-hmm. still giving me nightmares a couple of days later sure. um or maybe he's in a happy dream <laughs> who knows yeah Which I've Don't he's know. a fun dude let's find out he looks like a really party jesus <laughs> party googly eye um, jesus <laughs> i'm making a picture as soon as i get off this call <laughs> um so the next day, Miss um, Collins, who we've established is, you know, pretty caring. Yeah. Bit of a badass. Cares about caring. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Miss Collins. I'm a big fan. I love that we go from seeing like such a, a terrible sort of um, uh, sort of senior female figure to a really positive one. I think that's a nice sort yeah. of juxtaposition. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of like this is the kind of person that Carrie's mum should yeah. be. Yeah, exactly right. That playing that role in her right. life instead of her teacher. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's still upset about what happened, and you know, um, she puts them. She's got them all lined up. Mm-hmm. And this scene, I was just like, "Whoa, you can't do that!" <laughs> oh, yeah, she, doesn't she slap? She throws some slaps around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What?" It, 1976. Yeah, the 70s were a different time. Um, so my, my... Can you slap kids? Well, not, definitely not anymore. Like, uh, I know my... No, I know <laughs> Well, my wife, Holly, was a teacher, so she's not a teacher anymore. She's um, She works for university now. But she was watching that and she's like, oh, I kind of wish I could have done that when I was a teacher because she had some... <laughs> she went to some really, like, sort of rough, dangerous areas in London yeah. and rural Australia and all these sorts of places and had some of the worst of the worst, like, yeah, girls who will want to fight her, basically. Like, um, yeah, I'm studying to be a teacher, right. so I'm looking forward to that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, then pick up some tips from Miss Collins. Uh, you know, get some calluses <laughs> on your head, so when you slap them, it really makes an impact. Uh, but I'm really good at just the stare. Yeah. Oh. Like the don't fuck yeah. with me stare. Yeah. And Miss Collins. That's all you need. That's it. And she has that in space. Like. Yeah. I love that they're all like chatty and kind of ignoring her, and then she's like, "Oh fuck no!" She sort of starts walking towards them with that stare, and they all quickly kind of yeah get into line. And then what I love next, so when she's like reprimanding them, getting into them, they did a really interesting again this cinematography coming through where we're panning behind the back of the girls' heads and mostly staying on Miss Collins. And I really love that because I, yeah. I was sort of thinking, well, normally you'd get the back and forth, you see the girls' reaction to Miss Collins. Um, and sort of see that, oh, yeah, this is having an effect or it's not having an effect. But instead, what I think this does is it puts us in their spot and all of a sudden we feel like teenage girls getting reprimanded by Miss Scary Miss Collins. And it was really, <laughs> really effective. I thought it was very interesting. Great choice. Yeah, I think they do that a few times throughout mm-hmm. the film as well, especially in those type of scenes where the camera does follow behind so you feel like you're a yeah. part of yeah. it. Um the um she gets up to chris who's chewing gum yeah, oh, and the gum chewing she 
she's like, oh, you, oh, where should I put it? And she's like, you can choke on it for all I care. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, oh. Oh, damn. That's You shouldn't say that, but I love that you said that. I love yeah. it. I, I just loved it. And she's just so amazing. Yeah. And then it's the, um, they're doing like the montage of them yes. in detention yeah, yeah, yeah. for that day. Yeah. And Chris decides she doesn't, she gets slapped. Mm. Something happens and Chris is slapped by Miss Collins. Right. <laughs> I was just like. It's so satisfying. And it's also unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> because like you've got the bully, the, the head bully girl. And you're kind of expecting her to get her way all through. But, like, I mean, mm. it, do, it does two things really well. One is that it's like, whoa, that's unexpected. We have Miss Collins, like, taking none of it. And then we even have Sue call her out and just basically say, oh, piss off, you know, um, which is really great too. Yeah. And, like, in the book that was good also because you've got Sue feeling so guilty about how she treated Carrie and you've got Chris being the popular girl who kind of does have this influence over all the rest of the girls so for Sue to stand up to her was this big thing, this big sort of turning point for her. But it is also a really good turning point for Chris because then you're like, that double sort of shot of her not getting her way, which obviously she's so used to, then sets up her her determination to get back at Kerry, even though Kerry has nothing to do with it. But that's not how bullies yeah. think, clearly. And so, yeah. No, ne- absolutely now not. Now we're seeing that domino effect that's going to get us to that almost inevitable finishing point really good yeah and it's um it it's typical of a teenage girl to want to get revenge yes yeah yeah the revenge factor it really is and you know i'm sure i've felt to want like wanting revenge on people who have done the wrong Mm -hmm. thing to me and there's no way shape or form i'm thinking Right, I'm not in the right frame of mind. All I care about is, like, I've got my 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 blinders right. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that person did the yeah. wrong thing, because Chris gets banned from going to the prom mm-hmm. um, by Miss Collins, yep. and that's where this whole revenge um, storyline is going. Yep. Because Chris, you know, is really pissed off that she's not allowed to go to the to the prom anymore. Which I'm guessing at their age, it's I think it's their senior prom, so it's kind of important. Yeah, it's the last yeah, prom they're exactly ever going right. to get to go to. And, yeah. and they do they yeah, do really well really... at showing us, the audience, how important it is to them because originally Miss Collins says, well, you're, I wanted your punishment to be like, I think, a week of suspension and everyone misses the prom. And all the girls lose yeah. their head. And then she goes, but that's not what's going to yeah. happen. You're going to get a week of detention with me. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going <laughs> to torture you with exercise. <laughs> but it's really good because now we know, fuck, missing the prom to these girls is everything. So that when it gets delivered yeah. as this uh, as this punishment to Chris when she refuses to do the exercise, it's really good. We're like, oh yeah, that's really important to her. That's a good punishment. Yeah, but the scene that follows that mm. with her boyfriend, played by oh, yeah. the incredibly handsome John Travolta, I know, Johnny Boy. I did not know he was in this movie. So when his face showed up, I'm Me like, neither. Johnny, what are you doing here, mate? This was apparently his first feature film. Right. Oh, that's so interesting. Because um, I'm guessing Grease was a little bit after Yeah, that. he was on some TV show. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, first feature. Yes. Um, was it Welcome Back, Cotter? No. Uh, that I feel like it though. did have, yeah, a person's name in the title. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. 
It was welcome back, Connor. Hey. I put it in my no, notes. Sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> so he showed up to his audition <laughs> dressed as Vinnie Barbarino. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So I was like, he would have gotten the job straight away. And this scene just was really... um, I didn't like this Mm. scene because it was just really disjointed. Mm -hmm. And obviously um, quite abusive. Yeah. (laughs) On both sides. Well, like... That's... The thing. Again, just to to go back to the book, uh, not to be a dick about it, but like... uh, so in the, in the book, it was really interesting because that was very much their relationship. It was this super toxic relationship where okay. they're both sort of like awful to each other, but both also kind of got off on it. Like for her, she so she's more of a preppy girl and she was like loving that she was slumming it and like loving that he was. I think he, there's a line in the movie where he's like, you love that I'm like this. And she kind of yeah. does. I don't think it comes through as well in the movie. And, and for this scene, I did find it a bit disjointed as well. Um, where in the in the book, obviously, you've got more time. You, you get to be in the characters' heads and all that sort of stuff. So it, you can get that sort of background subtext through a lot easier. Um, but, yeah, they've just got this awful relationship where she's, like, yeah. she's sometimes physically abusive to him. He's obviously physically abusive back. Um, they're both just – it's just one big power game. They're both trying to just get out on top. It's gross. It's super gross and just, oh, awful. They're both just, like, monsters, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because um, he just slaps her so hard mm. because she called him a stupid yeah. shit, which she carries out throughout the yes. whole film yeah. anyway. Yeah. And I was just like, I just don't think that I needed to see mm. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I get that you know, their relationship just isn't important to the film. Yeah, So yeah. they could have scrapped yeah. it. Yeah, in the book, they sure, just really you've got the time it. for it. But in the, yeah. in the film, yeah, you're right. All we really need to know yeah. is that he's willing to do this awful thing for her. Like, we can even get across that he's an awful person, which is what it, I think it's trying to do. But that's not that hard because he's more than happy to go murder a pig and steal its blood. So... I mean, like, that's indication it's there. enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also in this scene, um, she gives him a blowjob while saying that she hates Kerry White yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And I was like, where did that come from? Yeah. How are you talking <laughs> that, like yes. that? Yes. So I was watching this with Holly and both of us were like, man, she's talking a lot. Somebody's giving a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually down as like one of the goofs. Really? Of, oh, that's like, great. Bloopers yeah, yeah. of the film. Like that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I was like, no, it shouldn't have. <laughs> but then, yeah, just to but throw why out... why is she mentioning yeah, Carrie White like, while she's right, doing that's this? Every, that's what every guy wants to hear mid-blowjob. A list of the people you hate. <laughs> Very odd. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that's every dude's dream. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that was very odd. Kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, I was not expecting... I was like, mm, what? Mm. Uh, uh, I don't... Weird timing. Yes. Timing is everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so at the same time that she's doing this, uh, they're doing their thing in, in the car, yes. might That's I true. add. Um, Sue Snell is t- asking her, I think boy- Tommy is her boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. I'm not too sure because I don't really seem to establish that besides the fact that Tommy was taking Sue to the prom and that yeah, was it. Yeah, no, yeah, he's her, he's her boyfriend. And again, I think in, in the yeah. book, they had just had sex in the car when she asked him to go to the prom with with Carrie. 
<laughs> it's like that's just a, that's your go-to for asking a favor of anyone. Why is everyone thinking about right. Gary? Get them off, then ask them to do something for you. But yeah, and I kind of get where her guilt's coming from, but I kind of saw it as like really inappropriate mm-hmm. to be like, you have to take Carrie to the to the prom because I feel bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt really misplaced, and I'm you know what, 1976, and right. it's also Stephen King yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah. It's a dude writing. Yeah. Girls do not feel ever feel guilty mm. enough. To tell their boyfriends to take another girl to like a formal yes. prom. Yeah, ever. right, right. Yeah, it is. It's a super weird thing. Like, I think again, Holly was like, mm. "Wait, so she wants him to take her? Why?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. and also just like the guy being like, "Wait, but I want to go with you. You're my girlfriend." <laughs> yeah, and it's just yeah, it's a really odd situation mm. because she kind of like tells him he has to, and yeah. he's like, "All right, I'll do it for yes. you." And I get it, it's only one night of prom, mm. but it just felt really um, disingenuous. Yeah, 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 yeah. We... I think that was my yeah. problem. And if that's... Look, mm. it's it's just a story. Yeah, yeah. I, it wouldn't happen in real life. I do also think I was distracted by his glorious head of hair. Right? Oh my god, that perp. Unreal. That's what my hair looks like curled <laughs> when I don't um, put my hair right. out. That's what my hair I, looks like. I don't like. think I've seen, ever seen a head of hair like that on a guy before. It was exceptional. It, he had yeah. Yeah, nice beach blonde oh, hair. Yeah. And he, he was, I'd go to, I'd he go to prom with stunning. him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say no. And uh, the thing is that Carrie is like, no, mm. you're going to play tricks on me, which is automatically what I Yeah, thought. I'm like, I really love that that beats in there and that even Miss Collins kind of thinks the same thing like what's your game here I really like that because like Mm. I feel like so many like American teen movies would be like yay the handsome boy asked me to the prom I'm like we just go with it (laughs) and obviously like that's literally been the storyline of movies where a handsome guy is asked to to the prom to set her up for a prank so like I love that she's suspicious because of course she's had a lifetime of bullying which she should be like so I like that she's got her guard up. and <laughs> I'd be suspicious as well. Oh, fuck. yeah, you're like, definitely not. What do you got to do? Drop a pint of blood on me? <laughs> 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 uh, because when Miss Collins catches wind of yeah. it, because um, she follows Carrie into a bathroom. and um, As all teachers do. <laughs> I, found, I found that a bit of a weird thing. I'd be really weirded out if my teacher followed <laughs> right. me into a bathroom. Yeah. I, uh, I'd be like, all right, I'm going into the stall, though. You can't come in there. You can stay out here. Yeah. Um, and she's so keen to play and, mother to Carrie. And I, I yeah. actually felt I had an issue there where she was like, she was trying to be positive about him asking her to the prom. And she's like, yeah, you look at yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror. You're beautiful. Just put a bit of eyeshadow on. Imagine how good you look then. Put a bit of lipstick on. Imagine how Do good you hair. Do your hair. You're like, hold on. Is she beautiful or does she need makeup? Like, that's such... I, I, I'm not a big fan of like, oh, everyone has to wear makeup or anything of that sort of bullshit. So to say she's beautiful and then be like, but put some lipstick on. Ah, I was very furious. <laughs> I got a little bit like squirmy and mm. I was like, just leave her alone. Yeah, yeah. She's, let, just let her be paranoid because y'all have treated her like yeah. freaking dirt from day dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously Miss Collins goes and talks to... Um, Tommy mm-hmm. and 
Sue? Sue about it. And even then, I was still like, no, you two have... You two are up to something. Yeah. Well, I kind of liked how that scene played where when, when Carrie was still there, she's like, you know, this is good. So, so you want to go with him? Great. And then she kind of asked Carrie to leave. And then she's like, all right, what's up? What are you actually doing here? And she was a bit more like, you know, trying to interrogate yeah. them, which is like, yeah, good. That's that's the appropriate response here. Yeah. And I, it's just, I just was like straight away like, no, you're up to something. Yeah, yeah. You're, you bad people. You're bad people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and she goes home and tells her mum she's going to prom. Well, no, I think because he tries again, doesn't he? he yes, yeah. he goes to her house and she's like, I'll go if you go away. Yeah. that. See, I like that scene as well. I like that Kerry's willing to sort of keep saying no to him. And I even like that he was sort of um, saying, well, you liked my poem. Because there's that scene in, cl- yeah. in the class where, yeah, he, his poem got read and then the teacher was like, does anyone have any critique? Carrie said it was beautiful. And then weirdly, the teacher bullies her for giving her comments. I know. I totally forgot to mention that right. scene. Because like, oh I was just like, you would not have a job in this day <laughs> right. if you did that. So she's like, he's asking, "Can does anyone have any comments? She gives a comment. He's like, oh, look at this dickhead. Like, what a prick. <laughs> But then I do He's like that, that Tommy in that moment stands up for her. He says that line yeah. and then, you know, covers it, which is good because then it's like, oh, we kind of like him a little bit. You know, he's not so bad. Yeah. 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 He's all right. Yeah. But then, yeah, then maybe. we come back to him. Yeah, maybe. There is still a question mark, which I think is important. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, we go to that scene where he goes to Kerry's house because he's now super persistent. Yeah. Um, and again, I like her saying no. And, you know, my mum's asleep and you need to go, rah, rah, rah. But then I also like, it is that weird sort of um, cockiness that's sort of likeable where he's like, okay, well, I'm not going till you say yes, though. Um, and finally, obviously, yeah, wins her over. I think she um, was more scared of her yeah. mum, so she needed him to GTFO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she was like, okay, I'm going to say yeah so my mum doesn't come down here and beat the right. crap out yeah, of me. Yeah, very true. Because um, I don't know if it's then, but she does tell her mum mm. that she's going. Yeah, I think it's shortly she, after she's that. She's been asked to prom. Yeah. I- yeah. Um, and that's where her mum's like, you know, boys are only after you for one thing yeah. and he only wants sex and you're going to live in perpetual sin. Yeah. Dirty pillows, I think, was used at one point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. something about... Oh, no, that was when she gets dressed later. Oh, that is when she gets dressed later. Yeah, you're right. that about a booze. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, that, that's in the book a lot. Dirty pillows is used in the book oh. a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a 70s thing where they just called boobs pillows. Yeah. I'm going to ask my grandma. Yeah. I wonder if it was like this woman he worked with the laundry at, if that was a phrase she used. It felt like he had pulled it from somewhere. That would be interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That I just don't think that's something that people would go, mm, that's, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's the right pillows. descriptive yeah. word there. <laughs> yeah, definitely <Dirty> not. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, uh. I'm just, I always lose my spot in my notes. Because sure. I kind of have, I only watched the movie, re, like, rewatched once. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so. <laughs> I can't remember if this is happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, her having this really violent argument with her mum, yeah. and she's, like, slamming all the windows and doors yes. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, um, 
uh, Chris and Billy yes. and their best friend yeah, Norma, right. who I can't, <laughs> <laughs> who never wear, who never doesn't wear a cap even to I prom. I have a note of that. Oh my god! I was like, she has her hat on a prom. Why? I have no idea. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> and they go to the farm. Yeah. Now, fun fact. Oh yeah. Um, Brian De Palma, who directed this film, was a huge fan of Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. And so there are so many nods to Hitchcock films right. in Carrie. Mm. So the high school that they go to is obviously Bates yes, High Yes, I did clock that one. Yeah, good. And then um, the pig farm is also Bates Pig Farm uh, or Bates, Bates um, Slaughterhouse right, or whatever. Right. Oh, very good. And I was like, that's and then, cool. Tell me if this is right. Because I think it was, but I'm only doing this off memory. The the sound effect, the dun 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 dun, is that not also from Psycho as well? That it's it's used a number of times. It's kind of used whenever Carrie's yeah. using her powers. I think. I think it's very similar. Yeah, to that it. sort of violin high pitched. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there's an actual word for it, but I can't remember the right. word. No, I, don't know. <laughs> I read it somewhere, and I was just like, "That there's a oh word for this. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. I'm gonna look yeah. it up." But I remember there mm-hmm. is, and this is where we realize that they're hatching a scheme mm-hmm. to get back right carrie. because all we had before um, that because... was that she said i hate carrie white while giving a blowjob didn't really tell blood us a lot yeah. yeah it was kind of like yeah. so how much do you hate her <laughs> right <laughs> um so they go to the slaughterhouse and uh billy absolutely just beats the shit out mm, of the pig. Mm. See, thank God we don't see that. I'm really glad. No, we're like again in the book that that scene's obviously much more graphic, and in the movie Billy was like kind of hesitant, trying to get one of his mates to do it, and then finally did it himself. Where I'm, I'm pretty sure in the book he's like all for it because he's he's literally in the book to me a bit unhinged. There's something kind of wrong yeah. with Billy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we get to see John Travolta throwing a hammer around a number of pigs. That's uh, that's good time. With a shirt on, yeah. how unfortunate! <laughs> Not that... Johnny, come on, mate. You don't, you don't want to get blood really on that shirt. That Just stuff. rip that off. <laughs> it's, it's a white shirt. Yeah, come, on. come on. I mean, he was attractive back in the day. I mean, I'm not about men without shirts on. Anyway, I think it's weird. Put a shirt yeah, on. Okay. I... Everything I say is going to be misconstrued. <laughs> I just don't like shirtless men. I just, when I have John Travolta murdering a pig, I just don't want him to wear a shirt. That's all. Blood's really hard he's to get just, out of t-shirts. Like... <laughs> I'd hate to be his mother. I'm going to watch that later. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I'm just still laughing about the fact that I said that uh, it's weird if men don't wear shirts. <laughs> I don't mean it that way. <laughs> I'm not a man hater, I swear. <laughs> wear shirts, don't I? wear shirts, whatever. Just yeah. exactly. Just don't just do it if murdering want. animals. Think about the laundry situation. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at the same time that they're um murdering this poor defenseless baby mm-hmm. pig, Carrie and her mum are having this quite um very physical fight mm, mm. and Carrie's mum's yelling Bible verses at her. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> and that she 
Yeah, so she slams everything closed in the house. And I think that that's where Carrie's mum's like, oh, crap. Yeah, she's a witch or the devil sworn. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there's a an author from Melbourne who did, um, like, genre analysis oh, yeah. and film analysis um, in horror mm-hmm. movies. And she talks about the monstrous feminine mm-hmm. um, and that these female characters are often shown to be powerful but also monstrous. Right. And in Carrie, she is the witch, the monstrous, the, the monstrous witch, yeah. where women are given superpowers and um, they kind of demonize mm, menstruation mm. and periods. And yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. Period, give them superpowers. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's really great. Which we don't get. No. Which is, like, unfortunate. Like, you're like, oh, man, I've got to have this period for the next 40 years. Can I not at least have a superpower as well? I mean, if I could read minds, I swear, though, <laughs> most men must think we can read minds <laughs> during our period. They're like, oh, maybe it's all real. <laughs> maybe it's not real. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I want people to think yeah. that. I'm on to them. So this is, yeah, Carrie's mum gets really scared of her. Mm-hmm. But she kind of bounces back from that as well because obviously she hasn't given up the fight on keeping Carrie home because on the night of prom, Carrie comes out in this absolutely stunning dress. Yes, yeah. Like, she just looks amazing. Yeah, that yeah. dress is beautiful. It's something I'd wear today. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I love that she's uh, it's so she's nice. made it herself because obviously that's what they do in that household. Um, and it's really good. Like, again, in the book, she makes it herself. And it, it, it's this tension-raising situation where she keeps she keeps working on it when the mum's around. So, like, you have this tension of her knowing mum doesn't want me to go to prom but making the dress to go to prom. Um, and it kind of keeps cutting from that sort of to other scenes and back again. So you're like, oh, shit, these, we can feel that tension. We know it's rising to this breaking point. Yeah, because we obviously know how her mum feels right. about yeah. prom. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Um, and I really like um, that Carrie, obviously, we've seen her sort of now fight back against her mum and say, well, you don't kind of get to tell me I'm going to go and use her powers against her. But then on the night of prom, she she kind of wants her mum to be on board. Like, she's she's like, yeah. don't you think the dress is nice? And she's, you know, trying to, to be like, it's really good because it shows that she has genuine affection for her mum, even though we've mostly seen her as this sort of monstrous figure. But Carrie, for Carrie, it's like, no, that's still my mother and I still love her. Yeah. Which is... I still want her to enjoy my senior prom yeah, and yeah. be there for right. me. But her mum can't do Definitely it. Definitely not. And like, it just makes it so much more heartbreak. I mean, the whole story really is a tragedy. Um, and, and just, yeah. yeah, it just makes it so much more so when you see this, again, really good, well done by Sissy Spacek, where there's that vulnerability in that moment it feels so real and so genuine and just uh, breaks my little heart. It does. Because her mum, even though her mum is cowering away from mm. her because, you know, she's worried that um, Carrie is going to do something yeah. to her and she's saying he's not going to show up, he's mm, not going to mm. show up, he's not going to be there. And he's she's, like, taunting yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, it's awful, awful. And it's like, can't you just be nice I know. for Look five seconds? She's looking great, she's happy, she's, you know, hopefully going to have the night of her life. Yeah, and then, yeah, she starts taunting her in the worst way possible. Um, and I think it's from that where Carrie actually uses her ability to, to pin her to the bed. That yeah. was very good. I kind of wasn't 
Maybe like obviously we've seen a move objects, then moving a person and pinning them down. You're like, oh, how strong is she? Really good. What else? Can yeah, she do? yeah. I really like that. Yeah, and she's like, don't worry about it. I'm out yeah, of here. He's, he's here. here. Yeah, exactly right. And they go to prom together, and it's just really nice. Mm, mm. And that's where I kind of realised that Tommy was genuinely <laughs> going to be uh, a friend to yes. her. Yeah, yeah, and like try to like, I, I I do agree. I think we we get one over by Tommy by the end. Like at the start, we see him resistant to to taking this girl to prom, understandably. But then by that point, I think he kind of gets her situation and he's also on board of like, well, yeah, let's just give her one good night. Like, surely she deserves that after a lifetime of ridicule. And so, yeah, he's quite yeah. sweet and he's like, you know, she, when they're in the car and she's like, oh, can we wait a minute? He's like, yep, yeah, no worries. We can wait in the car, you know. And then they go inside and he's like, they're honestly like, some of them are good people basically and like starts introducing her. Yeah. And then I think one of the girls is like, Oh, I love your dress. And she's like, oh, I made it myself. And the other guy's like, what? That's amazing. And so you're starting to get this really nice, like, oh, shit, it's working. She's having a great night. Like, this could be everything we kind of want for her at this moment. Which, And then, like, obviously keeps building. And then I think it's after that that um, Coach comes up and tells her that sweet story about her prom and how what a great night it was, even for all the sort of bad stuff in between. Um and he's kind of saying, well, yeah, you, you, Carrie, you get to have that as well. Like this thing that she never imagined yeah. for herself. And you just know it's all got to go wrong. <laughs> that's when you're like, oh, shit. And yeah. that's where I turn the movie <laughs> yeah. off. Happy movie. Great ending. It ends. Look at that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they get nominated as prom yeah. queen and king. Happy ever off. after. Maybe she marries Tommy. I don't even know. We yeah. don't know. We don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, because, yeah, Norma and one of Billy's friends fix the ballots. Yes, yeah. Um, so that Tommy and Carrie are elected, um, king and yeah. queen. Which is, I just fucking hate that whole thing anyway. Oh, yeah. That tradition. It's such a so weird one, isn't it? Like, basically, like, hey, yeah. forever, forever more, as well as definitely tonight, we're going to point out who was most popular. As if anyone needs yeah. that. Everyone needs to be like, no. hey, everyone else, you're losers. These guys are the real popular ones. Such a yeah. weird tradition. Like, I don't know if they still do this over in the States, but I, yeah, as an Australian, yeah. I find it bafflingly weird. Oh, they still do. <sighs> it's just not a thing no, here. No, at no. At all. I mean, my year 12 formal, we had, you know, most likely to succeed. Right. Obviously, I didn't get that. <laughs> um <laughs> You know, most likely to... we. It was all positive. Yeah, but you've even got a range of awards instead of just the one. Yeah, like Class Clown. Right, yeah, and beautiful. I should have won right. that. Right, where's that I Class Clown I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. I should have gotten that, jerks. But there was no... Yeah, no king mm. or queen. That's just weird. Very strange. <laughs> Very strange. Especially if you went to an all-girls school. That would have been... That would, yeah, that would be really hard. Or, I mean, at an all-boys school, it wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> True. I would totally have wanted the queen award. <laughs> um, but Norma's still wearing a fucking dumbass <laughs> yes, hat. Yes, she is. What a dumbass! <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't believe. I just yeah. hate it. I'm going to Google later. Why was she still wearing I know, that hat? I have to think like the director Brian De Palma must have been like, "Great, that's her thing. That's her character. Like, all we need to know: always wears a hat." Even to prom? Yep. Even to prom, she's wearing that hat. 
Put that hat on. I would have been... Okay. So say this is a real school, right? This is real life. We went to that school. You'd always remember that dickhead in the hat. <laughs> Definitely. Remember right. that dickhead? That yeah, when you look at your yearbook like 10 years later, you're like, oh, that girl. She was the one that always wore the hat. <laughs> Do you want to be remembered for that? I mean, I guess at least you're being remembered. Maybe that's important to some people. <laughs> I hope everyone's forgotten. Yeah, me. I yeah, I agree. I'm like happy to be lost to the records. Yeah, I'm just Yeah. <laughs> me in the ether. Um And Sue has I love this because mm. Sue has snuck into the school mm-hmm. to watch Carrie having yeah, a good time. Yeah, kind of like, let's look at my good deed. Let's give myself a <laughs> Yeah, no, no, yeah. She's not modest, that's for so, doing bare minimum. Yeah. Handballing my boyfriend but, off to, to this other girl. And <laughs> he didn't even want to go yeah, to prom yeah. with. Um, but I thought it was kind yeah, of cute. Yeah, it was cute. And again, like that, that didn't she, like, happen in the in the book, but I thought it was a good addition. Yeah, because yeah, the school scene didn't happen in the book. Not in that way. From what yeah, I know. No, definitely the, yeah. the, the prom scene happens both before the bloodletting and after. Um, but Sue was never a part of it. She was at home for all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I really like the scene where she's like, oh, what time is it? Oh, shoot. Yeah, I gotta go. very cute. And she, like, bustles out of yeah. her house. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, kind of Yeah, yeah, I did like that too. Uh, <laughs> however, at the same time, Chris and Billy have rigged know, up a whole yeah. bucket of pig's blood. We, had, we did have a good shot um, there where um, yeah. kind of like you, we zoomed our way up to the pig's blood. And then they had this nice shot of um, sort of, having the pig's blood and then Kerry in the background winning the king and queen and then it slowly pans from that over to Yeah. Really, that was good. I enjoyed that too. I liked when they did the top-down look mm, on it. Yeah. And you can kind of see it, like, splashing in yeah. the bucket. I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. Good stuff. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Sue's trying to warn. She sees yeah, what's going which on. Yeah, I like that as well because obviously... She figures it out. Because she was never there in the book, she is not there to figure it out. But for this, it worked really well to, again, just raise those stakes and, and create this tension of, oh, maybe she's going to fix it and it's all going to be okay. But, of course, no. <laughs> yeah, Miss Collins had other yeah, plans. Yeah, bloody Miss Collins. And um, kicked her out of the gym, which I'm kind of grateful for in mm, the end. That's true. Um, which we will yeah, get up yeah. to soon. And, um, yeah, this is really sad mm. because um, Chris gets to follow through with her revenge. Yeah, and, and it's such a, like, you've got that great shot, obviously, of Carrie on stage looking so happy and satisfied and, you know, everyone's literally, like, cheering her name. Tommy's there next to her, gives her a kiss on the cheek, all that sort of stuff, or kisses her, I think, on the mouth even. And then you've got bloody gum-chewing Chris under the stairs with Billy, ready to just ruin it all. And just like, oh. It is that thing of like, can we not just stop the movie now? Can we not just press pause (laughs) and everything gets to be okay? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so when the the pig's blood actually did dump all over Carrie, Mm. this scene is just fantastic. Oh, man. The way that it's filmed. Um, because it's all absolutely, um, well, before this bit happens, um, Tommy is, you know, like, what the fuck? Mm, mm. And then is hit on the head by the bucket. Um, 
that he died yeah. from that bucket falling yeah, on his head. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Like, it <laughs> doesn't look like that heavy of a bucket. <laughs> I was like, why the fuck is he dead? Yeah, I wonder if it was to... So Carrie wasn't the one that killed him to sort of, like, yeah. you know, make her less of a monster in that way. True. Because, yeah, he's the only one who doesn't get killed by yeah. her. Yeah, and he was scene. obviously so nice to her for the whole night. You would hate for that... To be, then be rewarded by Carrie killing it. Yeah. Getting killed by a bucket's still yeah, not true. great, admittedly. <laughs> Could have been done. Uh, yeah. Or just, I don't know. <laughs> and at this point, um, you know, Carrie is absolutely sick of basically having blood on her. Right. And being laughed yeah, at. Yeah. Like, she's just had enough. I mean, and that look on her face and, is mm. genuinely terrifying. Like, well done, SpaceX. Again, because. Oh boy, like yeah. kind of like it's somewhere between shock and just fury, like you're saying. Like it's she and she holds it in that moment. Like we're kind of seeing obviously everyone else's reaction around her. She's dripping with blood, but it's the face I almost couldn't look away from because yeah, that emotion. You're like, oh shit, this is someone who has just snapped. We've seen it, and it's about to kick off. And holy shit, she's fucking angry. yeah, yeah. And I just really love this scene because it kind of just really focuses in on her. Mm. And there's so much tension because there's uh, they've muted, not mm-hmm. muted, but um, really dulled the surrounding noise. Yep. Because she thinks people are laughing at yeah. her, but they're not at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're getting like little snippets of what she thinks she's mm-hmm. seeing because, you know, she's blind with rage. Yeah. So she's not too sure what's going on. And, and, and it also. She thinks people are laughing at yeah, her. Yeah, and it calls back to when she was at the house and mum was taunting her. And part of that taunting was, yeah. they're all going to laugh at you. They're all just making fun of you. And so in her mind, yeah. when she snapped, like, yeah, mum's proven right, which is obviously the worst thing imaginable. And yeah, she's just kind of lost it. She's properly lost it both mentally yeah. and then soon physically when she starts throwing her powers around. Because there's the um, the sound clip of her mum saying they're going to laugh mm, at you, mm. just playing over and over and over yeah. again. And I was like, shut up, mum, <laughs> shut up. And I think maybe that's even what made her angry as uh, well, yeah. is like the echo of her, maybe, I don't know if she's hearing her mum mm-hmm. or if this is just, you know, what's happening in the mm-hmm. scene. But that would make her angry too because she'd be like, I can't believe my mother's yeah. right. My mum was yeah, right. Yeah. And that just, yeah. It And being a teenage girl, mm. like, that just would have been unbearable. The embarrassment, the torment, mm. the confusion, yeah. the panic. Yeah. It just, oh. Very powerful. Like, it just would have been. You can see why both the book yeah. and the movie did so well. Because it's telling this story that's, like, so universally felt and empathetic towards. But that I've not really seen in that context before like normally for these sorts of films you're like oh someone gets bullied but it's like you're getting name called a bit and then hey you let down your hair and you look hot now and everyone loves you where this <laughs> which happens in uh, no it's hot it's nerd girl takes off glasses right. and takes down hair is now yeah. hot and then gets oh, Every film oh you ever. get now okay we'll accept you because you're hot now which is like totally mm. the wrong message uh but i love that yeah. this movie like no it flips that and Tormented girl gets more tormented, and then the worst thing ever happens. 
And I even like that, like, obviously, really, it's been a revenge story for Chris the whole way through, and then all of a sudden it snaps, and now it's a very much a revenge story for Carrie. Yeah. So. Because this scene is insane. Yeah. It goes from zero I to 100 in a second. It's like <laughs> yeah. sudden chaos, and it is chaos. Yeah, and it's even kind of hard to for me to remember exactly what happens because mm. it's like bam, 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 yeah, bam, lots bam. of quick cuts. All this stuff, and there's happening. even the um, the side by side shots, the split screen shots as well thrown yeah. in there. We're like, oh, that's not bad. Um, yeah, where it's all of a sudden like doors are slamming. She sees the sprinklers; they're going off. We see sparks appearing on stage. There's a someone's on fire. Like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. All of a and then literally it's like one minute ago everything was fine, and now. Blood's on her, she's looked very scary, and the shit has gone crazy. Yeah. It just, yeah, it just happened so quickly. Mm, mm. And I didn't even realise that nobody got out alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, because uh, Chris and um, and Billy, Billy, as soon as they pull the cord, they yeah. go running for the doors, and they're sort of washing out the window. And then, yeah, when it all starts kicking off and everyone's getting killed and we obviously see miss collins that thing swings down from the ceiling slams into her like oh, oh no not yeah. miss collins oh, miss i know collins. right but it is good because you're like shit yeah everyone is dying here i think it's the principal who's one of the guys that gets lit on fire on the stage oh thank god <laughs> yeah, that one you don't feel so bad about Maybe I'll scrap that from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> People know I have no remorse. Yes, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I even feel like, because I, I think in the book, um, Tommy dies not from the bucket, but almost he gets lit on fire, where he does get knocked oh. out by the bucket, but then because she's let off the sprinkler system and there's the electric equipment for the band, then he he's unconscious and then slowly starts to burn and then the, the rest of the place kind of burns down from his body yeah um where i feel like they avoided that because like no we liked tommy too much hey we didn't really like that that yeah. ticket principal cool let's light him on fire yeah <laughs> i mean i didn't i didn't miss him <laughs> no, no no was he yelling cassie as he died <laughs> i feel like that that'd be very just happened. that would be that'd be very satisfying or did i make that up i, I, I think you made up, that up probably. yeah because oh, <laughs> I was like, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she leaves the gym, just just walks her way out. Yeah, burning to the ground. Yeah. She's like, I'm yeah. out. We see fire trucks Suffer the going past her as she's wandering down the road, drenched in blood. Yeah, that she was really a deer in the headlights. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Amazing that they didn't that. stop, but then I guess they have a literal fire to put out. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and again when um. Billy and Chris mm. are, you know, driving along and um, find. Well, they run into Cassie or something. She's in the middle. She's of the, in the road. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Which again, it, it felt a bit rushed for me uh, in the movie, where all of a sudden, like, yeah, they had seen some of it through the window at the at the gymnasium, but then all of a sudden, yeah, she's walking on the road. They show up in their car mm. and they're just like driving at her. They're going to hit her. Where in the book, there's a bit more like carry destruction. That they see, and yeah. they're a bit more justified in, as well as they're a bit broken and awful people. But there is that thing of like, if we don't destroy her, she's going to destroy us. So let's hit her yeah. with a car. And then yeah, and I think they did that in the remake. Oh okay. I think they did that really yeah. well because you know they speed 
directly to yeah. her. Whereas I think because of, you know, 1976, mm. the um, the filming of that stunt isn't as impactful yeah, as it yeah. should have been. But their car rolling, and then I think it bursts into <laughs> yeah, flames, really so I was just like... Oh, okay. Cool. They're done, yeah. I mean, right. they definitely deserve um, Are they to, dead? Yeah. Yeah. Are they dead? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we don't, we don't <laughs> see it, dead. but yeah. They're burned to death, for sure. Yeah, I was like, wow. Yeah, and because it happens so That's quickly. Like, all of a sudden, she's walking down the road, then they're there with the car. Oh, shit, they're going to hit her. Oh, shit, she did some trickery and now they're rolling down the hill oh and now they're on fire like it's very quick oh, okay. yeah it's like oh it, that whole i feel like the last scene because this film is a quite a short film mm-hmm. and it just was like yeah the there was a lot of um substance put into the start yeah. where i wish they could have swapped that around a little bit yeah more. i agree with you there cat um because the again the book had from her losing control there was still actually maybe an extra third of the book. Where for this one, we had, what, wow. I don't know, 10, 10 15 minutes? If yeah, that, it's very yeah. quick and it doesn't have so much the same impact. But then there is a big change with the final ending that I actually think, uh, with her confrontation with the mum, that's really good. Because obviously, yeah. the mum's her main antagonist. So that is kind of where it should end. Yeah, absolutely. And that's not how it ends in the in the book from what I know. No, so in the book she's she's like wandering through the, the town and literally like blowing up gas stations and everything. Like she's just knocking yeah. down power lines, people are getting electrocuted, like it's it's the chaos we see in the gymnasium, but then spread out to the entire town. Um, and then it's like and then she's been like she's had a number of sort of different things happen to her. I can't remember all the details, but she's a bit bloody and bruised herself. And then it kind of finishes with that uh, scene with Chris and Billy trying to hit with a car. Maybe they even clip her or something, but then she does her thing where she, what we see, they, she knocks him off the cliff. And then she basically like collapses in the road half dead. And then Sue is almost just drawn to her because of Carrie's power, uh, finds her there, and Carrie kind of dies in Sue's arms. And that's sort of how it ends. There's still oh. a confrontation with Mum, but it's almost like... I can't even remember the series of events, whether she goes from the gymnasium to mum, back into town, where I, I like this ending more because it finishes with mum, it finishes in that house. It really yeah. feels much more appropriate. I think even Stephen King himself sort of said that. Yeah, that he enjoyed the ending of um, De Palma's yeah. ending more than he his own yeah. ending, which I thought was really yeah, great because yeah. Stephen King normally doesn't enjoy the remakes of his <laughs> no, films. he's such... Like his adaptations. Yeah, he's such a funny one because he's he's very much for people doing adaptations. Like he sold the rights for like a dollar because he's like, yeah, go for it. Why not? Um, for Carrie, I think it was two. Yeah, and a half sorry, not for like Carrie. That. There's been yeah, I can't remember what the but he sold a couple of others for like a buck because like wow. sort of like, film yeah. students want to make it. They don't have any money. He's like, go for it. Yeah, give me a dollar. You've got the rights. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, he's also not afraid to be judgmental about those adaptations of his work. Yeah. But I do like that he liked this because from a story point of view, you're like, yes, that's a more satisfying ending. Mm. Yeah. And from a, and visually as yeah. well, I think if they went with the book ending for this mm. film, it wouldn't have made much sense because of how it was not mm-hmm. filmed, but how they were progressing with the yeah, storyline. Yeah. Um, whereas the book, you know, they have like what you said, a third mm-hmm. of the, the book to flesh that entire part yeah. out. 
I just it wouldn't have made sense to yeah, have that yeah, as the ending. Sure. Um, when she, because I just really love this ending because her mum is trying to stand up against her mm. as well by saying some really hurtful oh, stuff. Awful, yeah. Um, so Carrie goes and has a bath and she wipes the blood off her and her mother appears well, see, and she's like, oh, by the way, see that know. shot of mum being behind the door as she walks into the bathroom? Yes. So creepy. I was like, is she yeah, dead? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, did, did yeah. she die? Why are you like... But then we realise yeah. she's alive because she comes out and she's telling the story about how Carrie was conceived and it was basically um, a marital yeah. rape and that... Um, she's a sinner, the sin lives yeah, on, yeah. you're going to be a sinner. And Carrie um, is, you know, saying <clears throat> to her mum, you were mm. right, um, just hug yes. me. Yeah, which, uh, again, that breaks my heart so much. She's All she wants is just a bit of comfort. She's had literally the worst day anyone's ever had. She's just murdered a whole bunch she's, of people. Yeah, she's just murdered. Like, yeah, anyone <laughs> wants a hug after just committed genocide <laughs> but yeah I and mean, then instead wiped out an entire right, town and then instead <laughs> mum pulls her secret dagger and stabs her you're like fuck you mum yeah just the worst mum ever I was like what the fuck yeah. mum and watching her fall down the stairs it's kind of like Carrie had given mm, up mm-hmm. like that's how her face yeah, looked yeah. but um she hasn't mm, mm. Which I thought yeah, was fantastic yeah. because, um, you know, she gets back up and I can't really remember the the dialogue between the two of them no. at this stage. Um, there's not a lot going on. I know her mum's calling her yeah, a witch. Yeah, yeah. Basically justifying. Um, but I mean, mum's also got this weird yeah. giant smile on her face as she's going down the stairs after and holding that. And like, I actually found that a weird choice. Like, she shouldn't be enjoying killing her daughter you know what i mean like they no, should be she should be sad yeah but still feeling justified in the decision because she does yeah. believe she's sort of cursed in that way but she's got this bit i think it's almost played to just be like that slasher thing of like oh you can't you yeah. can't convince this person otherwise but i actually think it would be more powerful if she'd been remorseful but doing it anyway yeah exactly kind of like a means justified yeah the end. exactly right yeah yeah Rather than I'm doing this for funsies. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. With the just look at her face. That's that's the effect you get. Yeah, it's really maniacal, and it's just like, oh, yeah. relax. <laughs> you look like you're enjoying this too much. Right, God wouldn't be happy. Not. And there's this. This is a really powerful scene, which I just mm-hmm. loved because um, when her mum does enter the kitchen, Carrie uses her powers to crucify mm. her mum with the knives that are in the in yeah. the kitchen. And the pose that the mother is put in is actually the same pose as a famous Jesus like like position that they pose oh, Jesus okay. in for like um I think it's St Stephen's or something. Oh so, right. I wish I yeah, written yeah, it yeah. down. But it's um quite a popular um depiction mm. of Jesus's crucifixion. Very cool. And so I thought that was yeah, interesting. Yeah. Because I like obviously she's she's littered with knives by that point, and two of them have gone into the wood um, around the doorway, and she's, she's sort of hanging there. Yeah, I did. I did have a thought like, if she's actually being held up by these knives because she's dead, like her, it still looks like she's standing a bit to get the right pose. Yeah, I don't know if she was. Yeah, if her 
like was pinned, but no, she was mm. pinned because I realised this scene um, when you know uh, afterwards Carrie is you know absolutely remorse mm. straight away. Like I can't believe yeah. I killed my yeah. mother, um, and <laughs> she's pulling her mum. As she's like bringing yeah, the house yeah, in yeah, yeah. on her, and her mum's like stuck on the <laughs> she can't thing, get her and I was hands like, "Oh, yeah, oh man!" I was like, "This is awkward." Yeah. Um, and this... I cringed a little sure. bit at that. I was like, "Oh, you're, you've got telekinesis, and you can't get your mum <laughs> off like I did." Some I had thought of that. Come on, mate, just brain it out. Get your brain to do the job. There was also when the mum was getting stabbed. <laughs> I, it the acting of that was really weird, where she was letting out these groans. But it kind of sounded oh, like yeah. she was having an orgasm. That was my thought. She enjoyed that too right. much. Of like, what? Like, it very much sounded like she was having an orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. She was ha- she, she was, was enjoying that. Weirdly a lot. loving it. Yeah. But then, yeah. But, but then when Carrie gets her down, I don't understand and why. drags her into the closet. I really Jesus, Jesus room. Go- Google Jesus, uh, Jesus room. Yeah. Google yeah, Jesus. I like that because again, none of this was in the book, so I didn't know it was coming. But I'm like, what a perfect spot for them to end it in this place of horror yeah. and weird worship. That was, I really like that. Yeah, because when she sets the house yeah. on fire and we kind of guess that they're going to die yeah. in there, um, there's actually a shot of googly eye Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we do get one more little googly eye for the, <laughs> we get one more for the ride home. <laughs> so I guess he got burnt down with the yeah. house. Which means I don't get original. Yeah, sorry, Cat. Doesn't look like it. No. That's Isn't devastating. It <laughs> out, of, out of everything that's yeah. happened in this movie, that's probably the worst part. Can't believe they did well, that to Google Eye Jesus. Party Jesus. Boy, Google Eye Jesus. <laughs> I want my own now. Uh, and then after mm. this, Sue, who has survived. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My shoulder just cracked and made a really loud. <laughs> Hopefully, we got that on audio. Oh, mate, um, I'll yeah. see if we do. Um, you know, she's at home, and I, I'm guessing it's like quite some time after mm-hmm. Carrie's death and the events at the school because I her mum's on the phone saying, you know, uh, she didn't go to the funerals. She really didn't mm-hmm. need that, and um, she hasn't. We don't know this, but she's having a nightmare mm-hmm. where she goes to the um, remains. Mm-hmm. Of Carrie's yeah. house, and did you notice that the square of dirt was just like really small? Like yeah, it kind of looked weird. I don't know if it's because it like oh, this is a dream sequence. We eventually realise, yeah. but then even then, how there was like a, a cross or some some sort of um, thing there for Carrie, and they someone had graffitied it to abuse Carrie. And you're like, even after death, she's still like. I guess there's more reason for it now because she murdered a bunch of people. Like no one's going to think yeah. well of her after that. But, it, but they couldn't just leave yeah, her alone? Yeah. Like, just yeah. let her go. She's yeah. dead. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Um, but as Sue is placing down some very beautiful flowers for Carrie, um, Carrie's hand comes straight through the dirt and grabs her. Yeah. That was actually Sissy Spacek's hand. <laughs> of course it was. She was actually in a yeah. box... Under that layer of dirt, and lift, like put her hand through the dirt to to grab she commits. Sue. She yeah. <laughs> commits a hundred percent. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, like if you've seen her work afterwards, mm. 
she's incredible. The mum in Hot Rod. She's oh, the mum in Hot Rod. Oh, that's so great. Of course she is. And I yeah, love her yeah. so much. But yeah, that was a nice little jump scare at the end for us. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's a dream. I mean, like, it, it does do well because it's showing that, like, poor Sue will, will live with this forever. It's like this thing that's going to haunt her forever. But yeah. from a horror movie point of view, you're like, oh, we're not going to jump scare. Haha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Because Stephen King movies aren't really jump scare. No, it's me. like that. It's like we were saying before, it's like that horror of human beings. Like, it's that sort of anxiety yeah. of. I mean, all of his films yeah, are. Yeah, I agree. Especially um, The Shining and um, Doctor yeah. Sleep. Doctor Sleep is probably I hadn't watched it until mm-hmm. this year, and it's one of my favorite oh, movies. Oh, I'm of so this glad year. you said that. I love it so much. It is yeah, I, <laughs> it was so amazing. And Mike Flanagan's uh, just a the Plan Man is so. everything. He is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love Doctor Sleep. Big big fan. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading the book at the moment because cool. um, I kind of had trouble reading Stephen King's mm-hmm. books um, when I was in my early 20s because I tried to transition from, like, young adult into yep. adult and went straight from reading, like, Harry Potter <laughs> to trying to read Stephen Great. King. And it just doesn't... It doesn't transition no, well. No. <laughs> so now I'm reading. Um, I really want to... I've listened to Needful mm-hmm. Things. That's probably one of my oh, favorites. Oh, nice one. It's just such a fantastic... Oh, I haven't read that one off to get onto it. Great. I wish I could write yeah, like Stephen he King. Yeah, he has this really... Like, he's great with words in that he doesn't need to use three syllable words and these big words. And you, you, if anything, he makes you so unaware of the writing that you're just in the scene, um, which is such yeah. a gift. Like that's such a great skill as a writer. Yeah. Have you read The Outsider? Yes. Yeah. Enjoyed that. I'm almost finished cool. that, and it's just mm. got me hook, line, and mm-hmm. sinker. Absolutely. And I am. Um, I decided today and announced mm. on Twitter that my concept that I'd come up with for a movie, I'm going to eventually try and write it into oh, a awesome. book. But I'm going to park it yeah. at the moment and write some short cool. stories and see if I can write this horror novel about a sleep paralysis oh, demon. Oh, I've already creeped out. <laughs> yeah. But people in the book, there's like a group of them all being hunted by the same sleep paralysis demon. But they just think it's them suffering from sleep paralysis. They don't realise that this demon is actually like trying to get all of them. Yeah, I like that. Supernatural gets me. I just, I need to be able... See, Supernatural terrifies Mm. me. And I think that's why I'm going to be able to write something Supernatural. Yeah, oh, totally, totally. There was, who was it? I think it might have even been Joe Hill. He kind of was saying... Good horror writers aren't people who are brave or able to watch horror movies and not feel anything. It's people who are really scared because they can describe in yeah. detail how that fear, what that, what they're afraid of, and how that fear is affecting them, and really give yeah. that to the audience. So good. <laughs> yeah, and I know that I'm going to have to do obviously a lot of research mm. about sleep paralysis. Yep. And maybe even talk to people mm. who mm. I've had sleep paralysis like once right. or twice in yep. my life and. The um the first time that it ever happened, I um was this was when my ex partner and I were together. This was maybe eight years ago, and I woke up like on my back, and I don't sleep on right. my back, so that yep. was weird yep. to begin with. And I could see something in the corner of the room, and I just like closed my eyes and I was like, go back to sleep, go back to sleep, go back to sleep, go back to sleep. And I opened my eyes. I couldn't breathe. Oh, that's awful. 
like it felt like all the oxygen had been like sucked oh, out of my, God, my body. And this caped figure was over me and all of a sudden just lifted like this massive I don't know if it was a machete, I can't remember, like a knife. Oh, I hate that. And like went like I just saw it like drop down straight and I woke oh. up like screaming, grabbing my oh, throat. Because I was like <gasps> That is awful. That is the worst experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh it was horrible. Yeah. Okay, well yeah. Well Yeah, and that's the only one mm. that I remember. Oh, there was another one where I woke up and something was like pressing into my Oof. chest. And I remember like being like, Help, oh. help and like couldn't get the words oh, out. No. Yeah. So I'm like I've had experiences yeah. of yeah. it, so I know the general yeah. feeling, but Mm. Yeah, oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I'll read it when you've written it. It's gonna be yeah. fun. <laughs> I just like I want it to be like really in depth, and I build characters, yeah. and um, I just don't know how to do that. Just <laughs> uh, yeah. Yet. So I don't want to waste this mm. idea on a crappy half-assed sure, story. Sure. <laughs> so you're gonna write some. And someone was yeah. saying to me, "You got to make sure nobody else has written, you know, something similar." And I was like, "Look, I read a lot of horror, mm. and I've never read yeah, anything yeah, like that." Yeah. So I just write it. I think that's that's the best thing to do. Yeah, exactly. It's about your approach mm. to something and your um, interpretation and totally. analysis. Like, of every, honestly, every story has already been written. That's just almost a fact at this point. Yeah. The point of difference comes from the fact that you're writing it, so it's going to be your version of that story. Like. Exactly. So, yeah, do it. I'm really yeah, excited. Because I was like, I, um, supernatural stuff, yeah, nah. Me and it, right. not friends. And yet, that's what you want to write about. Because that shit is yeah, real. Yeah. That shit is coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. Not, not, no creature feature can terrify no. me. No werewolf movie. Vampire movies mm. I love. Um, serial killer stuff, yeah. fine. Absolutely fine. Supernatural? Give me ghosts. Give me demons. Oh, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, we have a, a bonus episode that we do on Scary Boys where we ask listeners to send in scary stories that they've experienced. Um, and so basically they'll email them through. I'll kind of rework them and then I read them out to the boys and we get their reaction. And and honestly, they're genuinely terrifying. I, I, I get these emails <laughs> and I'm like, oh, do I even want to read this? Like... <laughs> and, and like some of them uh, like oh boy I mean for anyone who wants to hear them you can listen to them on Skitty Voice but they're genuinely very scary and these people have experienced them and then sent them into us so wow. oh, just the worst but fun to listen to weirdly oh, I'll send you in all my scary Do stories <laughs> from when oh, my ex-boyfriend was like had a ghost like a spirit attached mm. to him Ooh. and it was just a horrible couple oh, of years shit. So. Yeah, no <laughs> that's why I'm like supernatural shit it's right, coming right. for you yeah, I believe yeah, yeah. that 100% yeah. um yeah so that was Carrie that was it a amazing mm. thriller horror with some supernatural events because Stephen King does supernatural just so it's like he just breathes oh, yeah. and it That's goes it. on to yeah. paper. Like I love it. Like his brain just finds it in in mundane everyday things and manages to put this great supernatural yeah. twist on it. Love it, love it. I'm very jealous of that ability yeah. also. Like because I I love writing sort of oh. magical realism and all that. Do you know stuff. what you do? Yeah. Hate to coke. That's what I'm doing wrong. I should have made fun of that. <laughs> But he wrote some really yes, fucked up did. shit during yeah, his coke yeah. addiction, so... Can't argue with the results. 
No, not at all. Although I don't, I, you know, I hope he's in recovery and yeah, having I think a great time. Years, yeah. yeah, and that's probably where he wrote Mr. Mercedes and the yeah. Outsiders because I. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Did you watch Mr. Mercedes? I've watched Mercedes? a couple of episodes, yeah. yeah. I watched the first one and that was enough for me when everybody got run yeah. over by the car. I was no, like, I'm that's done. Way too real. Yeah. Too violent for yeah. me. Yeah. It was really mm-hmm. violent and I was like, I yeah. can't deal with yeah. that. Um, great. So, before we mm-hmm. wrap up, let's talk about the last horror movie that you watched. Because I'm assuming for Scaredy Boys, you probably watched something. Really well, something. the last one I watched was Carrie, but uh, previous to that <laughs> was um, Gerald's Game. So, funnily enough, another Stephen King one. Um, nice. And yes, that is for, for Scaredy Boys. Really, really liked it. Is that the one on Netflix? Yeah, so that is. At the moment? Because I know there's a couple mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Out there, so that so. was uh, the Flan Man. Mike Flanagan made that one. Um, he just does a great. He just yeah. seems to have a real knack for for taking Stephen King's work and adapting it. And he kind of has the ability to to see the heart of the story and show you that because obviously you can't help but lose a lot yeah. with ad- adaptation. Um, so yeah, Gerald's Game was very good. I kind of wasn't thinking I would enjoy it as much as I did, but I, I really liked it. Yeah, I um I can't remember if I've watched it or not. Probably, I think I watched like a daytime, you know, the daytime lunchtime yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah. I think there's a version oh, of okay. it floating around and I was like, I <laughs> yeah. but I know there is one yeah. on Netflix, yeah. which is on it's my good. list to watch. I recommend. The, uh, the movie I was going to tell mm. you about, it's not one I watched, the last one I watched, but it's that one that, oh, what were we talking about? Um just is really mm-hmm. great. I watched Spiral on Shudder. Ooh, yeah. Um, it's about a um, a gay couple who have a teenage daughter who move into a neighbourhood that's really conservative. It's 1995. Mm-hmm. And it just really got mm-hmm. me in a spot where I'm just like, is weird shit happening mm-hmm. or is this guy suffering psychologically oh yeah that's always a lovely little balance to find we yeah oh it got me (laughs) it's i highly recommend it um if you do have shutter which i'm guessing you don't don't (laughs) that's so funny you say that because uh the scaredy boys tom sean and myself were like should we get a shutter subscription between us for the show do it yeah yeah well we probably should (laughs) but then all of us are like Oh, but there's, then we um, have to watch more horror movies. There's some really great comedy oh, on yeah. there as Same. well. Um, Scare Me, which is an anthology. I love anthologies yeah, yeah. if they're done really amazingly. So Scare Me is a comedy, and it's just like playing on both um, topic tropes oh, yeah. cool, cool. and um, element ho- like uh, yeah. tropes of yeah. horror movies. So like blood and gore and over-the-top everything. Oh, and yeah. It just cracked me. I laughed my ass off the entire time. My grandma's like, why are you laughing? I was like, I'm watching a horror movie. And she's like, that doesn't right. sound right. I don't think that's most people's reaction. Something with that sentence is wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this guy got his legs pulled it's a off. real fun My grandma's like, what? She's like, that's enough out of you. Um, the Mortuary Collection, which is another uh, anthology. Mm-hmm. And it goes through like diff- these really obscure like death stories. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Of how people ended up in this mortuary. Yeah. It's so, it's really freaking awesome. good. And Wolf Cop. Oh, can't go wrong with a bit of Wolf Cop. It is so, so good. Okay. 
Um, but then obviously like Hellraiser's yeah. on there, heaps of like old school slashes are on there. There's some really great uh, documentaries oh, on yeah. there. So um, the singer of Slipknot, what's his name? I'm really bad no, with names. So. Corey Taylor did a um, Into the Darkness, mm. which I'm probably, you know, everyone in horror knows about mm. the documentary but not where to find it. It's on cool. Shudder. Uh, it talks about the history of horror movies, and he's done a part one and a part Sorry. two. So he goes through like the history of horror and all these different um, important people in horror and their contribution oh, to horror. Oh, that's really cool. Um, then there's Black Noir, mm-hmm. um, or Horror Noir, mm-hmm. sorry, which is about um, uh, the black community's contribution to oh, horror. Nice. And that's really yeah, good yeah, as sweet. well. It's okay. really cool. You're really cool me documentaries over. That does sound good. Oh, and... Um, the documentary for The Exorcist Ooh. as well, the guy that directed yeah. that. There's his, in the, it's like in the words of whatever he's, I can't remember mm-hmm. his name. Doesn't matter right now, but his documentary is on there and it's about his process of um, directing yeah, very cool. The Exorcist. Oh, great. Yeah, so there's some really mm. cool stuff mm-hmm. on there and it's like $7 a that's month. Pretty, yeah, can't go over that. Yeah, that's what one <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes sir. <laughs> Great. Um, so thank you oh, so much pleasure. for tonight. I've had... Yeah, no, the pleasure is mine. I um gotta catch him all. <laughs> I'm tone deaf. That's alright. I did that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen back to that later and be like, oh, um... don't do that. <laughs> I don't mind making a dick of myself. Um, so to send out the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, can you please tell us where we can? find you on um social media podcasts sure so where you would like to be found uh, i guess the scary boys podcast is where all podcasts are wherever you listen to podcasts you should be able to find it um and then you can find the scary boys on twitter at scary boys and then me individually i'm at midday pajamas fantastic awesome. well um maybe i should say where you can find me um i'm on twitter at tgif pod there you go i only really use yeah, twitter yeah <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah awesome. thanks thanks Pleasure for cheers <laughs>